Hi, I'm Liz. And I'm Rhea. Welcome to Karma's My Bitch, a podcast about love, sex, connection, abundance, joy, purpose, peace, and how life isn't simply the stories we tell ourselves. So from going from like no episodes about sex in a season, we've gone to many episodes about sex in a season. Apart from last episode, which one of the most recent episodes where I thought it was about sex and it ended up not being about sex at all. But the world will end. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, so have all the sex you can. How about that? Basically. So yeah. Basically. Kinda. So what what is this episode about that's different from the others? We had delineated this particular season as first 12 which were all sort of, again, the first episodes are always the foundational episodes. Okay. And we just shove as much information as we can, which is usually sort of the spiritual perspective or lens on whatever the topic is in this respect. It was like relationships, marriage, dating, sex. Okay. And now these eight episodes, not that I've read through them since (laughs) I channeled them all those months ago, have to do with elevating it even more. Okay. Taking all those subjects and as much as we were able to elevate then based on the topic, this is like, I think it's the extra. Okay. Hence the take the grind and bring it up. Okay. So we're taking sex and we're elevating it even further. Yes. From all the stuff we've said before. Yes. Which is that sex is oneness, sex is power. Transcendence. Free to fuck whoever you want, whenever you want. Yes. But that has to be up to you. Yeah. <laughs> all that well, the stuff we were talking about being, a, what was it? A sexual, not libertarian. I can't remember. There was a phrase we used. Oh, was there? Yeah, for like oh. free and sex, but I can't remember what it was. Oh. So this is a more elevated version of that. I'm into it. Yeah. So it's, I think it's effectively sex in higher consciousness, right? Like okay. where does that, like where do we stand with that? Can you still have slutty sex <laughs> and be in higher consciousness? Okay. All right. Oh, I've wondered this. So yeah. Yeah. Okay. Right. Like so, where does all of that sort of fall and like are love and sex mutually exclusive and what well, are they? Let's start there. Rand- where do random sex encounters fall within that consciousness spectrum? There has been a notion and I've seen with the, the influencers on social media talk about how like sex is an energy exchange. Okay. Right. Fine. Yeah. Okay. Fine. I mean, it is to is a it? degree, but it's not. Okay. It is to a degree. Like we'd be lying if we said it's not at all, right? Because two people coming together in the act of sex, it can be quite an energy exchange. Well, right? isn't it? Could, could you have an energy exchange if two people were just talking really intimately? Yeah, absolutely. So would it be, could it be a similar energy exchange? Yeah. Fine. Um, no, when it's physical like that, involving penetration, et cetera, it's different. I love how you say, yeah, because that's what you think. And then you check. Yeah, and exactly. Like, no. And then I'm like, oh, and I'm like, Liz, why do you even? Why, where, why, why don't you just, I can't, I wish I could just turn my brain off. I know what you mean. Anyway, but when we talk about it in that respect, it's kind of like old school, new age shit. Well, it's, I remember someone saying to me, um, quite a few people saying to me at different points when they were listening to our stance on sex, like, oh, but if you're giving away your energy is going to drain you or also they were saying things like you know when there's a lot of stuff and again I don't know much about it but I think there's like a yogic or tantric you know thing about men not ejaculating because then that way they're not giving away their seed therefore they're not giving away their energy so I did think oh, to wow, myself like painful. I, don't, I don't know apparently it's doable <laughs> yeah but Sting like talked about that yeah but I always thought to myself it didn't quite make sense to me because to have sex with someone actually tends to even unless you're doing it and it doesn't feel right to you before you start which means you're going to feel icky afterwards Mm -hmm. usually Mm -hmm. like I tend to feel more like 
beyond I don't know if that's the what's the word I'm looking for like it tends to feel more like peppy afterwards you know so I was like it kind of feels the opposite of draining my energy it feels like it moves things through Mm -hmm. that's been my experience right back in the day when that was a popular idea right that sort of energy exchange that drains us. I mean, it's true in the sense that sleeping around helps us when we're in the thick of our karma, right? Usually it's the opposite of a solution. When you're constantly feeling not good enough and so you're looking to strangers or people you know to validate your story by, well, if they sleep with me, I'm good enough, let's Mm -hmm. say, or if I'm in my power, I'm good enough, or fuck you, I'm going to be super self-sabotage-y, so I'm going to sleep around. Whatever it is, whatever Mm -hmm. the reason is, you end up reliving that not good enough story. Yeah. But when you're out of your not good enough story, and in this instance, we're talking about, I guess, what you said, higher consciousness, or so effectively you're karmaless, egoless, fearless, and you're just living in harmony with yourself, mm-hmm. right? Which yeah. Is another word for it, I guess. Yes. You're connected to your heart and you allow things to unfold the way that they're written, which you are helping write. Mm-hmm. and I don't need to go into it more. There are many seasons where we get super esoteric, and I'm not going to do it in this one. Mm-hmm. So then I guess it's different because you're not coming from a place of lack. Mm-hmm. You're not coming from a place of fix me, help me, save me. Exactly. It's just exactly. I'm alive. Yeah. So the more we hold on to that idea that it can drain us or it's not healthy, it just keeps us in separation from the one thing that actually allows us to experience our power. The one thing? It's one of the things, yeah. I should say. One of the things, um, one of the essential things that helps keep well, yeah, us because in our power. Why would we not have sex if we wanted to? Because it's wrong, because it's bad, because yeah. it's dirty. Well, also, it's a bit like we're not in an age where stemming our desires is helpful. Full stop. Yeah. It's more damaging than anything else, right? And again, that's not the same as acting on impulse. Those are two very distinct things. Impulse behavior has a lot to do with like, I can't sit still because I'm trying to avoid something. Mm. Yeah. Desires is, I just sat still, but now I've gotten up because I really want this. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. I'm very clear. Again, yeah. that comes back to the clarity, you know? And so clarity is where you, we can be really conscious of our choices. So we know where they come from. Even if you're in your car, you'd be like, okay, so I'm not feeling good enough. I'm, I don't feel very comfortable in this arena. I'm doing this to get more practice. I'm doing mm-hmm. this to experience something different i'm doing this because i it feels right to do it and again even i'm doing this because i want to even if it is that impulse behavior that when we're not drawing the line for you you do what you want to do until you realize you don't want to do it whatever it is Mm -hmm. i mean somehow sometimes that's that's how we come into consciousness that's how you unravel it yeah but it's just about being honest with oneself about why you're doing something that's actually the only requirement that really is there Mm -hmm. or honest enough as best as you can be Mm -hmm. so it could just be i really like this guy or he turns me on or i'm just using he because i'm talking about myself um (laughs) or i can't explain it but i feel like i need to do this or i'm bored but whatever it is, mm-hmm. as long as you're honest with oneself about it, yeah. it allows you to actually get what you what you get from that interaction. Because if you're feeling you want to, there's going to be a reason. Absolutely. So at least if you're honest about what that is before, and it could turn out to be different when it's done, mm-hmm. then you're learning what you're meant to learn from it. Mm-hmm. And you're gleaning all the experiences and wisdom that you can. And I guess if from your words, you can have an eternity in it. <laughs> because effectively, you will grow, grow and change from that experience because you're allowing yourself to. Yes, a single sexual encounter can actually be an eternity. It can be that powerful that it could help us evolve. And that's really important. And that's beautiful. 
Do you think so, I've had one? I'm sure you've had multiple alternatives, right? <laughs> but we'll never know or understand what drives our desires until we're really conscious beings, right? And when we are there and we understand it is when we can really grow as people. And it might be really difficult to get our heads around because of the way in which we approach sex is so limiting and still so rules-based. You know, you can't have it, you know, what's the appropriate age to start having sex? What's the appropriate time to have sex after you've met somebody? One-night stands are still, you know, they're more acceptable than before, but still less so, right? They're still judged. And that's partly, I believe two reasons one from the people who wish they were doing what they would what she was doing wish they could also be in their power and mm-hmm. so they judge her for it because they feel lacking in themselves mm-hmm. but maybe they, they're not wanting to give themselves permission so they don't want to give be in permission you know right. what i mean or two because when you spent so much of your life telling yourself that something's wrong and bad and it can only be done in certain ways and in certain limitations the idea that there could be anything outside of that just really is jarring yeah no it is i mean that that discrepancy between what or that dissonance between what we think we understand even if we're very open-minded people and where our values lie there's still often massive gap yeah yeah but when you say we can understand like we can be clearer on our intentions and all the stuff you just said yeah (laughs) thanks for listening i'm not sure whether i've ever really understood why i'm doing something until it's done. Mm-hmm. I've never been like, I mean, I'll have ideas. And we, when we were discussing this yesterday, mm-hmm. I'll have an idea. I'll have an inkling. I'll kind of know where things will go. I'll have maybe more of a vague, blurry vision of whether it's going to be a fun or not so fun experience. Mm-hmm. But why exactly I'm doing this and where I'll land at the end of it, I can usually not tell. Isn't that part of the fun, though? No, it is. But I was that's why I was confused when you said when we're truly conscious beings, we can. But I'm just not sure how yeah, that works. Yeah, but you didn't enter, you know, most people aren't entering or beginning their sexual lives as conscious beings. I see. Right? So if you can imagine, it really is for, like, younger generations as they come up, if they've been able to maintain their full-bodied consciousness and possibly have higher consciousness, that's where you're going to see it be different from okay. what we think. And what does that different look like? Again, it, w- it won't necessarily be, interestingly enough, about who is in love with whom. A lot of that is what confuses people. Mm. Like, I shouldn't have, you know, it's the shouldn'ts. Like, I should save myself. I shouldn't, you know, I've got to make sure that this is special. Or it's, you know, we have all those stories that we wrap up within our sexual encounters, whichever spectrum. I mean, it could be like the super quote-unquote dirty ones or the more relationship-y type encounters, right? But whatever those are, they're all there because we're wired. So whatever it is, there's still a story attached. There's still an expectation attached. There's still conditions and there's still expectations. And so what we're going to see later is that, again, it's not going to be the super casualness of sex as we perceive it. You know, certain cultures, it's kind of like, again, blowing your nose or, you know what I mean? It's like, whatever. It's just sort of a bodily function I've just got to go take care of. With that basis, a very transactional kind of dynamic that occurs. It's just going to be so, I'm so in tune with my body and I know what my body needs at this moment that, you know, I'm going to go and do it. But could that be with anyone? Yes and no. It'll be with our energetic match, right? See, you've said this to me before, and I don't think I understand energetic matching. And I don't think we've really spoken about it on a podcast, so I'm very Mm -hmm. interested in this. Can we explain this topic in more detail? What do you mean by that? An energetic match 
for the best we can phrase it because it's more something that you intuit or feel versus what you would know. So it's not as if you're never going to find your energetic match on an app in the sense that, oh my God, that person, like I vibe. An energetic match is when you feel, which is why one-on-one, like I've met you at a place that's, you're going to know that. But you could also meet someone on an app and then they're in a room with you like, oh, wow. Yes, exactly. But We're just, just saying like you that you will not through a know. Screen. No, you're not going to be able to tell through a screen. That's what you mean. So that's your energetic match. It's so, just somebody that you feel this, uh, you know, that you can vibe with. And what is, where does that come from? Is it just we're on the same vibration? How, how? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Vibrationally, we, we fit enough. And what is enough? Like As with in, someone We in can turn each other on. Something there is turned on. When I'm in your presence, I feel enough of a connection. Like we're vibing on some level and it's through our bodies, right? Mental, emotional, spiritual, physical. Something's vibing that I feel something there. That's, that's it. Now, can some, can one person feel it and not the other? Yes. That other person could be that insensitive to vibes and feelings because they could just be existing in a vacuum of their own thoughts and their own world. But if, if you vibe, both people vibe. Yeah. So even if only one feels it, you're both vibing. Mm-hmm. And yes. what are some of the, what does it mean to vibe with someone? Does it mean that you're like of similar consciousness? No, not necessarily. Again, it's just you're somehow connecting through. Like, do you ever have just like a super cool conversation with somebody? Maybe you would have never encountered them just because you run in different circles. But somehow, you know, you ended up in the same room at this particular hour and it was just really awesome. Like you were just intellectually connected. Okay, fine. And finding that basis point where you're both connecting and do you ever notice how like how much sexier they become? You're like, oh my God. I can't really remember, but I maybe. I'm like, okay. <laughs> you're like, okay, yes. Yeah, okay, yeah. fine. It's like the just... So the actually connect- finding people yeah. like that are quite few and far between finding people who you can vibe with and then we'll have sex with we wouldn't say few and far between but it isn't as common as like something you're going to necessarily find on like every friday night you go out either it can could you just... call that magic it fate it whatever the word no are. no it really isn't like that i mean because when you're really on your game as in when you're in that sort of conscious space like you are full-bodied consciousness or higher you may not, yes, once you have it, you have it, it doesn't go away, but your optimal time in which you're experiencing it and really fully embodying all of that may not be every Friday night. It might be on a Wednesday night. Mm. It might be on a Thursday morning. We all operate in very different ways at very different times. Our optimal hours for sleep, for sex, for eating, like they're all different hours. We've just all conformed to this kind of schedule, this because of separation right some people might just be at their best at 2 a.m but the rest of the world is asleep because we've been told that that's when you sleep yeah right so then how do you know the kind of people you should be not should be sleeping with but what i don't know how to ask this question (laughs) how do you discern who the well then how do you just how do you discern between the people who would have a positive like who would have an enjoyable encounter with and the ones you wouldn't maybe necessarily experience will tell you that first of all right well there's the mutual respect right and again that's that's not a friends with benefits thing it's the respect you know i'll i'll treat this interaction with respect but it's i feel enough of connection 
that there's a mutual respect and it's with respect that I will, will treat this interaction as one of the most important I am currently having. So basically, even though I'm not in love with you, we're in the room together and you're all I'm focused on right now. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. I found that so interesting. Mm-hmm. I'm present with you, basically. Yeah, exactly. I'm not thinking about fucking someone else or what I have to do tomorrow, or what I'm doing in an hour. Mm-hmm. I'm or, just going to enjoy this moment. Yeah. Or who I'm hanging out with after. Yeah. yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. And what's and, and what, what are the other ways? Well... There's an intense vibe. I'm feeling it. You're feeling it. Or we're all I'm, feeling it. Or I'm feeling it and you're so <laughs> insensitive you haven't noticed it. Or you're feeling it and I'm so insensitive I haven't noticed it. <laughs> there you go. But if we're both feeling it, then we're on and we're going to explode if we don't do it. So let's just go do it now and then see where it takes us, mm-hmm. right? Until it feels right for both of us. But it could be that one of us catches feelings. Or both of us catches feelings and then or both of us catch feelings and then we just go on our merry way and see where it takes us so like a relationship could start with a bang basically (laughs) that sounds cool or one of us does but rather than if we're conscious or in higher consciousness the moment i start realizing that i've caught feelings i'm gonna say something i'm gonna keep this relationship in integrity by keeping myself in integrity but what's really important about that is that there are no ulterior motives Because that's the issue with a lot of these types of sexual hookups and connections that people are creating for themselves is that there are a lot more ulterior ulterior motives than anyone's willing to fess up to. Interesting. What what are... I actually really want a relationship, but I don't seem to be having that right now, so I'm going to have sex. But the risk of that when you are in your karma is the fact that it's just going to bring up more shit. Mm. And if you're not in your karma, it doesn't matter doesn't necessarily matter. It could just feel like settling. Mm. Somehow the ick gets developed. Quickly, so you just cycle through many men. <laughs> it could be. You don't, you know, who knows? But that's can, that's what can happen, right? But then what about if you've kind of been hanging out with someone and you're liking everything you're seeing mm-hmm. with them and you're like, actually, yeah, I just want to explore this physically. Yeah. And so when you're, when you're at that place, it comes from a place of elevated intention, right? And so that's more of a furthering intimacy thing. But it's still on its way to relationship. Maybe, maybe not. No, not necessarily. It's probably the closest thing you would get to a friends with benefits scenario without that person being your friend. Okay, so none of these are the person's your friend. No. As we said in the previous episode this season, um, FWBs are really not the ideal scenario that a lot of people seem to think they are. You're taking a relationship out of integrity and you'll never have that relationship back, no matter what you tell yourself. But in all the things that we just discussed, you could be with someone as a friend and talking, you got really intimate. And all of a sudden, you wanted to jump each other's bones. Mm-hmm. And then, as you said, to keep the relationship in integrity of feelings, all of a sudden, you're like, wait a second, we're friends, but I really fancy you. Mm-hmm. If you keep the relationship in integrity by saying something, you also allow the relationship to evolve. Mm-hmm. And actually, that's just as valid. It but is. it's about pretending that you've got one thing when you want another. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And maybe it's because that person is in a relationship or you just know for some reason, maybe you're, you're not their type. So you know that deep down it won't go anywhere. In which case, you know, in that sort of unrequited love scenario, you don't necessarily have to fess up, but you also don't go around coveting a relationship with them and then sacrificing what you really want because you're just, you're crushing on them so hard and then you're just waiting for them. Yeah. But again, at the same time, 
you just do you because yeah. wherever you go, wherever you feel, wherever your heart leads you, we're not going to be accurately predicting every single one of our listeners' relationships. No, not at all. So not at all. if it feels, if you're listening to this and you're thinking, actually, no, that's exactly what I want to do, fucking do it. Because you might find out, A, that it was, I'm not, I'm not preaching the, it's not you, it's me until it's the one, you know, whatever that mm. fucking phrase is. I'm just saying if you feel called to do something, there's always a reason, karmic or otherwise. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And listening to it means you'll either get more out of your karma or figure out what that otherwise is. Mm-hmm. And in neither way, you lose anything. You only gain more experience in evolution. Yeah, so this is like... Because that's the thing, because like, there are no... Huh? No, sorry, go ahead. I was going to say, because th- there aren't really, like... Sex is a very, it's, it's, it's a very policed arena, mm-hmm. but it's just another arena in some respects where the same rules apply. It's just more obvious when it comes to sex. But we all have been imposed on these structures and rules and values and all these things about what we should, how we should be behaving and, and with who and why, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And ultimately, we've had a lot of episodes. We've talked about cheating. We've talked about all this stuff. We've kind of tried to widen the lens a bit and be like, it might not feel good. It might not be necessarily what you'd like, but mm-hmm. can you see there's always a reason? Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's kind of the same with sex in the sense that there aren't really any rules aside from the ones that you believe and choose to be rules. Well, those become guidelines, right? Yeah, but I don't even mean that. I just mean that if you do what you feel, you'll always find out why. And finding out why will allow you to not only have more information, but become a wiser version of yourself. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's basically my point. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That was my point. Because this was the other thing. Like, I remember in the previous season, mm-hmm. we were discussing how with sex, when you were in higher consciousness, actually guidance offered intimacy as an option for kind of making that feel better because it can get quite icky yeah. if you're like just sleeping around icky in yourself you're just sleeping around not really feeling very satisfied right right and they were saying intimacy actually elevates that Mm -hmm. but that's that's again like people can make that into a rule but it's not a fucking rule if you're trying to force intimacy you're just going to come across needy and everything's going to feel even less intimate (laughs) prescription-y too yeah you know you know what i mean like that's the thing about like when we talk about higher consciousness like which i would just term as i said previously it's just being in total harmony with oneself and just honoring that Mm -hmm. it's not even a rule there are guidelines because you know i might think one thing for months Mm -hmm. and then one in one day everything could change be like oh i was wrong about that Hmm. actually this but i have to be able to give myself permission to find that out Hmm. you know and have that humility right but at the same time, there are certain things that will never budge for me. Mm-hmm. And for me, those keep, they, they keep me in integrity, which is I respect myself and I respect you. Mm-hmm. Right? I won't ghost you. I'll be always, I'll, you know, I'll try and be kind or whatever, but I also still put myself first in many ways, right? Mm-hmm. Like, um, anyway, whatever. The respect one is my, is mine personally. Yeah. Right? Whatever it is, it's respect. Because if I'm, if I'm treating someone else without respect, Mm-hmm. then I'm not in integrity. Mm-hmm. But everything else, fucking up for grabs. Yeah. And I'm not even talking about, I'm only talking about the people in my interaction. I'm not even talking about the people outside of that. Mm-hmm. Right? And also sort of what you're talking about in terms of just sort of seeing where things lead is that the more experiences we have, the more expanded we become. 
Because one of the things that, you know, we've been experiencing or I've actually, you know, as we evolve into a more harmonious relationship paradigm, if you will, or just killing all paradigms and seeing where we land, sex is still one of the most limited, narrow experiences we have because of all the parameters and boundaries that have been set up around it. But if we are... I just think sometimes if you just think of sex, like if you were just like an alien without sex and you got plopped onto this earth plane and you looked at two people having sex, you'd be like, what the fuck are they doing? <laughs> like I just sometimes wonder, like the first man and the first woman staring at each other, being like, let's do this. And then she got pregnant. Do you think they thought, what the fuck are we doing and what the fuck is happening? Or do you think you just look at animals, you're like, somehow they figure it out and they always know it's natural. I've always wondered that. Yeah, guidance is like, no, we're not going to go there. <laughs> I know, but I just find it really interesting. <laughs> you know, it's just like when you want to kiss someone on the lips, who decided that was a thing? You know, I've actually wondered that though, is yeah. I, you know, as I write my books and yeah. I've written enough kissing scenes yeah. that I'm like, whoever thought that kissing was just hot yeah or stimulating yeah. enough yeah. but it is yeah like when i'm with someone and i care about them i want to kiss them but what is that like, but i've also learned this like, is like i've gotten from media versus like yeah. what feels and then, natural and then you kiss someone <laughs> who you think oh my god i'm so attracted to and then like it's literally like kissing a wet sponge okay. or you kiss someone <laughs> who you're not that attracted to or you somehow like were drawn to but you didn't expect and that kiss is like electric yeah. So weird. I don't know. I find it, it is. No, it, trust me. I've, I've, I've pondered the same thing. But I guess that's what you mean by like, we keep expanding. Yeah. Because every encounter you have with anyone mm-hmm. gives you a new dimension of life. Yeah. And to yourself. We wouldn't, it's too cliche to say self-knowledge, right? It's bigger than that. Because it's not just self-knowledge in terms of self-awareness, mm. but it's also just the knowledge of where you are in the grand scheme of it all. Because when you experience yourself with another person, you you cannot help but see yourself differently. You cannot help but see where you occupy. What? No, you just effectively experience your divinity, okay? <laughs> just which, fine. Which, Make me say it. But it gets felt differently by different people, right? I'm not going to mental body this. No, I mean, you know. I want to mental body everything. The flip side of that is let's say you go back and sleep with someone who you, sleep, you used to sleep with 10 years ago and you settle into the same rhythm you had 10 years ago. You're going to feel a little bit like, wait, I'm bigger than this now. I'm hmm. not the person who had sex the way I did 10 years ago. So why are you doing it again? How much more adventurous have you become? (laughs) No, but you know what I mean? Like even like the way you connect, you don't connect in the same way or you can feel a wall in a different different way. It feels different because you're different. Yeah. And it's a bit like how you can't go back. Mm -hmm. And even if you have everyone come back into your life over and over again, all those relationships always look a bit different because you're different. Sex is one of those things. If the other person hasn't changed, you can't be that different self in that interaction. Mm -hmm. And I just find it really interesting because it's a great way of seeing who you have become. And I'm not saying let's all go out and sleep with our exes to see how great we are now. We said in this book that how it was a barometer. This is a barometer to your karma. But in a way, I feel it's also just you can really... See how comfortable you are with yourself. Mm-hmm. Oh, how comfortable sure. the other person is with themselves. How the energy flows between you. When you talk about energetic match, it's like maybe you might not feel it straight away, but once you're having sex, you can see whether or not you match. Mm-hmm. It's pretty fucking obvious, pretty fucking quick. Because I mean, it or it doesn't. <laughs> There's, it's pretty much the 
it's that's the litmus test yeah Yeah. and also i just you can learn so much about someone Mm -hmm. in a very limited time by having sex with them you know yeah that and traveling with them yeah how they control stuff Mm -hmm. how chill they are how much they care about their pleasure how much they care about your pleasure how Mm -hmm. much they how selfish they are how nervous they are how Mm. engaged they are you know i'm not saying i'm not going to be able to give you the reasons why they do what they do and it could all be perfectly valid mm-hmm. or not valid or whatever no idea every situation is different but you can kind of see where someone's at what we're effectively expanding to and we've 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 talked about how sex is transcendent right yeah but i didn't understand where we were going what we're expanding to is our divinity but to experience it to the point where we don't fall out because while it was again a way in which we could sort of connect to our divine selves right that wouldn't last very long pretty much once we that lost that dopamine effect you know life would go on and it would be fairly shitty or whatever but you'd be like oh i haven't had sex for ages oh no fuck i had it on monday (laughs) but you just forgot it because you'd fallen out of it already exactly exactly but when you're doing it from a conscious place and you're really giving yourself permission which when you give yourself permission is a sign of empowerment and when you're doing that just from the very act of being able to make the choice and follow through on that choice is not only how you begin to be your most powerful, but you can maintain that power. What we're effectively, so this will be, this is your favorite word. So we're expanding to love. The more you have sex. From a conscious place, as a conscious being without karma. The more great you think you are. No, the more in your divinity you are. Okay, could, could just explain it. Yeah. So again, as we said, from the moment in which you are empowered enough to make a choice and see it through and where you're just that connected to yourself that you know this is the best thing for me in this moment and through a sexual encounter or experience in those eternities that we talked about, you are coming into love. I've been feeling this way for a while. Maybe I didn't understand it or maybe I did, but I didn't think myself in a position, whatever. But in that moment that you make that decision and you follow through on that choice and you know what is best for you. And again, you're kind of looking at those three scenarios. Here's somebody who is a great match for me. We vibe, we fit. And you're coming from that conscious place. You're effectively expanding into love. Because you're listening to yourself mm-hmm. and you're allowing your light to be, you're, you're listening to your light and allowing it to flow out of you and connect to someone else. Yeah, exactly. Because it allows for that connection to our divinity that is so powerful that it can become transcendent. And that's our, I mean, that's really where our power is. Because I know what I can do. Mm-hmm. I know I will own my desire and follow through. And that's going to make me feel amazing. Yeah. And I have my back. So what we're effectively transcending as we do this is our small limiting selves, which tells us, well, we should only have sex after five dates. Should only have sex with our husbands and wives. Should only have sex if they bought us dinner. Yeah. And this isn't, again. We've exchanged more than three words with them. Yeah. And again, this isn't meant to be confused with, only certain people should just be giving it away or, you know, everyone's out there having sex and then therefore that's bad for like human reproduction or whatever. I'm like, but when you're really conscious, you're going to know, you're going to know what's, what's right for you. You're just going to feel an urge to say yes and you're just going to say it. Yeah. And that's how a one night stand can change your life. 
Exactly. Thank you for listening. For more information, articles, and inspiration, find us at karmasmybitch.com and at karmasmybitch.insta. And if you liked what you heard, please subscribe and leave us a review.